Happy New Year, and welcome back to the Profitable Audience Podcast. Uh, the topic of today's episode is actually somewhat of a mystery because Tony <laughs> just presented to me five minutes ago. It, it's about how she's changing the running of one of her other courses. And to be honest with you, I have no idea where this is going to go. Well, hey, what surprises are good, right? Like, yeah, surprises are good. <laughs> I, I am curious myself. So one of the topics we threw around was, is blogging dead, which everyone covers at the beginning of the year and... You and I would both say no, but what I think blogging is, is it's a, a way to lead to other revenue models. Like the the model of just making money from blogging is probably not the best model anymore. So one of those ways that I think is a great way to generate revenue and, and one that you and I have been doing for a long time is courses. Um, you've been running Profitable Online Store for how many years now? I don't even know. Since 2011. So yeah. this is the 13th year, which is crazy to me actually. That's a really long time. I didn't know it was that long when you that was that's a lot. It is. Yeah, it's it's I, I was surprised and the only reason I realize it cuz I, I make an ornament for every new thing that I start on my Christmas tree. Mhm. And I was looking at my Christmas tree and there it was. Creator Profitable Online Store 2011. That's really that's that's actually a really clever idea. I like that. You you guys always do cool stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so I think courses. People say, oh, courses been there, done that, saturated. It's not. There are still opportunities out there to create courses. There are still topics that I think need to be covered, uh, and I think there are angles of topics that have been covered that are still providing a lot of opportunity people for people. And one of the reasons why I know this is literally my Facebook feed for the past month and a half is nothing but Amy Porterfield <laughs> advertising. Oh, is she launching something new? Yeah. Like okay. I, I, at one point I thought we might be Facebook friends because that's all the, the only thing I ever saw. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't really know her. So I don't think we're Facebook friends. Uh, so anyway, as you know, you know, you have profitable online store, we have profitable audience. And last year I launched a course with Liz Saunders um, called Amazon Influencer Academy, where we teach people how to grow their Amazon influencer um, business. And basically, if you guys haven't listened to those podcasts, you make money by reviewing products on Amazon. The content lives on Amazon. You can do video, photos, shorts, long form. Uh, basically what I would say is what everything is going to in this world, right? Long form yep. video and short form video. And we launched the course in August. Actually, we launched the course much quicker than we thought we were going to have to because she got on a couple podcasts about the course and she's like, Mike Jackness was, she got an e-com crew and she, I guess he said he was going to air at one time and then he pushed it up. Not his fault, just you know, kind of a, he moved it up. So she said, Hey, that, that, uh, podcast is airing in like 10 days. Can we finish the course in 10 <laughs> days? So like the last week of August, I think all I did was work on that course and get it, get it finished. But we launched, we had, I think we did three webinars last year, uh, about the course and, you know, she went on a bunch of podcasts. We have some affiliate, you're an affiliate for the program. Uh, and it's going well, like no complaints. Then in December or November, I don't remember, we got approached by a guy, Nate, I'm blanking on his last name. McAllister. McAllister, yes. And he wanted to white label our course, which maybe I my head is in the ground. I'm, uh, you know, I'm stuck in the sand. I'd never heard of that before, um, where he basically wanted to take our course and upload it into his platform 
and sell it with an additional package of teaching people how to build a social media presence so that you could get accepted into the program. Because in order to get accepted as an Amazon influencer, you have to have some sort of social following, whether it's on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, they don't care where it is. Uh, But you have to have a thousand to 2000 active followers on a platform to be accepted. So his idea was, I want people to take your course to understand how to use the program once you're in it, but I'm going to take people through this boot camp and teach people how to build the social media following first. Now, am I, have you heard of this before? Like I was just like, cool. The only reason I know is, uh, Kevin, Kevin King mm-hmm. white labeled his entire course to helium 10. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually a part of helium 10. Now his course is a part of it. Okay. So yeah. So he presented us with this opportunity and, we were going to get the same amount of money for the course had we by selling it on, on our own. So it was kind of like, well, where's the where's the negative in this, right? Like, what's the risk? Uh, and we had like a contract and things like that. We didn't just you know hand over the materials. And so he ended up doing a webinar which we participated in and sold it as like a boot camp and basically doubled the price. So he was keeping, you know, half of it for teaching people how to build a social media following. We kept our half, which so we were basically getting the same split. And he sold about the same amount of courses as we had sold, you know, doing our webinars. Uh, So it was like, huh, okay, like this is interesting because we were still selling it. We're still selling the course, right? We still get sales and um, I think because of the price point, we get sales without webinars. People will just land on it and and purchase right. the course. Not tons, but um, so we started thinking about this at the end of the year, and we're like, okay, well, this is actually a pretty pretty good deal, right? Because we make the same amount of money. He's actually getting people to get their social media, so we're getting a whole new group of people, right? Because our course is really for people who already have the social media. We don't teach them how to build that in the course. We teach them solely Amazon. We actually right. point people to profitable audience to learn how to build an audience, right? Um, so towards the end of the year, we were like, okay, what do we want to do for 2024? Uh, what's the strategy? Uh, so we talked about, and I think we talked about this on a on another podcast. We recorded an evergreen webinar. So that's going to start going out in the next two to three weeks. We have to re-record the ending. Uh, but so you're so, going to run ads and right now we're just going to run like TikToks and reels to it. Okay. Um, so just organic. Yeah. Organic for now. Uh, but we were like, okay, what else can we do to, you know, boost sales? Cause we, we put, a, I mean, we put a lot of effort into the course. We obviously want to see it be successful. And I said, I had this idea while I was on vacation. I was like, what if we had three tiers, right? Because everyone talks about having those three price points. And what if we have three tiers? The first tier is basically like your self-serve course. Like it's our course. There is a Facebook group, but we get rid of the office hours, right? Um, And people can sign up, take the course, join the group, ask questions. But that's about it. Like our involvement is very minimal. Tier two, we actually sell Nate's program. Right. So because, like you know, that. think yeah. about it, it's basically double the price. Right. So tier two, we sell Nate's program because we are in Nate's group answering questions and like helping out. And then tier three would be this sort of like premium uh, product where not only do you get like our course, Nate's group, you get a year of fluencer fruit extension. 
um, in like an hour coaching call. Really with the with the expectation that no one's going to pick tier three, hopefully, because I don't want to give out a bunch of coaching calls. Uh, I mean, if you price it high enough, I think it'll make it worth your while, right? We did. We, I mean, it's 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 yeah. now it's so it's basically like price one doubled to price two doubled to price three, right? So yeah. it is it is worth it is worth it, you know, to do it. So anyway, that's what we are launching with at the end of probably at the end of this month. Um, wow. So, but it's interesting because we've never, like, I've never done anything like this before. Um, I obviously, we're kind of hoping that we push everybody to the second option because I think that's where people have the best chance of success because um, that group has, like, he's running it through school, S-K-O-O-L. Have you heard of that yep. platform? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. You can gamify everything. So, and then what Nate has done, which is interesting, and I know he's been in this business a long time, but, uh, you know, based on how many like actions you take in the forum, you unlock levels that you get access to like videos and other content that's not accessible to everybody. So it's kind of genius, right? Like the more active you are, the more access you get to things for free. Um, so it really encourages people to get in that group and, participate and that group is like i had to turn off the notifications because i was like this is overwhelming my inbox um so we really want to push hoping people go to that middle option which is sort of the psychology of it all because that's really the best deal for us because we get the most success stories i told you i used to have tears in my class right you know we've i don't think we've talked about it okay uh so i thought it was good for maximizing revenue and I, I think it is for maximizing revenue, but the headaches it generated was just not worth it to me. Okay. What so headaches did you get? One was just like the content. So let me just tell you what the tiers were first. Yeah. One was just, just the content. Mm-hmm. And then the it was just two tiers. So the second was office hours plus the tiers. Okay. Right? And then what ended up happening is the people who just had access to the videos had a lot of questions. I was just going to say that. <laughs> right? And you want them to be successful. Yeah. And I was arguably supporting both tiers the same. Yeah. Right? And and yet I was getting paid less in that other tier. So plus, just like the bookkeeping of who's in what tier mm-hmm. gave me a headache. So I just what I ended up doing is I got rid of the lowest tier and just mm-hmm. upgraded one of the lowest tier to the to the regular tier. Yeah. I think in your case, it's a little different um, since Nate's doing the work. Yeah. Right for that other one, and then the the first tier is just the normal, right? Yeah, the normal class. Well, we took out the office hours because we have because oh, we run because we hours. run office hours in Nate's group. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that how it works now? Mm-hmm. For well, everybody? right now we're running office hours in both, which I don't want to do, and neither does Liz. So it's two separate times. Yeah. Oh, got it. Two separate yeah. groups of people too, right? Because there's people that are right. just in our course and just in Nate's course. Yeah. And then that third tier, yeah, I mean, if you get like two signups for that third tier, you, you still have to remember and schedule. I, I don't know. For me, like the mental headache is, is worth leaving some money on the table. That, that was mine. Yeah. Was so what thing. we kind of decided was, <laughs> I'm giving away all the secrets here. Uh, so the third tier includes a year of the Fluencer Fruit extension. Yeah. And like which... 
It's a great, I mean, that's a great deal, right? Because the Fluence or Fruit Extension is definitely, and I'm not a part of that, but that is definitely something that, um, if you're serious about doing this, you need the extension, right? It, it takes your product research. It's like having uh, a Jungle Scout or a Helium, you know, right. it's like you need it. Um, so the fact that that is, is added with a consult call, the reality is if you buy the extension from Liz, she gives you a consult call. Right. So it's really not a huge. Um, yeah. Because, you know, she want obviously when you sell, especially a SaaS product, and initially you want everybody to be using your SaaS product the best way they can. So it's in her best interest to keep because it's a recurring like you pay every year for the tool. Um, it's in her best interest to get people on the phone, get people on a Zoom call and teach them the best way to do it. Now, we do teach them a little bit in the course, but the course isn't about the extension. The course is about just doing it on your own right yeah 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 i i think uh, yeah i think it should be fine I, I don't know about the lowest tier maybe you'll have the same issue that i have because yeah, people have questions people do i think a lot i think the middle tier is the most appealing because right. it does have that like extra community and a lot of people that we have uh encountered that are interested don't have the audience yeah. So it's filling that need. I know. I think the second need. tier is the best. Yeah. I was just thinking though, like it changes so often. And for me, it's much easier to answer questions live in an office hour setting mm -hmm. than it is to type out like this multi-paragraph email yes. um, to answer questions. And so that's why I got rid of that first tier. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I think the other benefit for us is like, we don't want to teach people how to build an audience in that course. Right. I'm already doing that in Profitable Audience. I did that for years before. Like to me and Nate, in the way Nate's doing it, he's issuing challenges. He's, you know, helping people get their TikTok start. Like he's doing all these things that it's like, I don't want to have to do that in the Amazon course because that's not what the course is about at all. Uh, so the fact that he's pushing and we've had people like he's doing a good job because people have started with zero followers um, and now have a thousand followers on TikTok within a couple of weeks. So his methodology is working. Um, he also, I'm convinced, doesn't sleep or, or... Is that right? He's got kids. He does. But he is like a nonstop dude. He is he is on the hustle bus for sure. Is he really? Oh, I yeah. did not know that. And every time I wake up, we have a Facebook chat group, him, Liz, and I. He has like four new ideas. He's like, what if we did this? So one of the interesting things that he offers in his program that we're now going to sell is um, if you do not get accepted into the Amazon Influencer Program. So you build your audience, you apply, and there are people that don't get accepted or they get accepted and they don't get their videos accepted, right? Because there's two steps to this program, getting accepted and then get, getting your videos accepted for monetization. Like one of our students, Dana Michelle, she cannot get her videos accepted. Her videos are amazing. They're well done. I mean, I would say, almost say they're professionally, professional looking videos. They're far better than mine. Uh, she can't get her videos accepted for on-site placement. So one of his guarantees is he will buy your videos if you can't get accepted for monetization. Oh, I like that idea. Right? Isn't that like, but he, that's, that's like how he operates. Like every morning I wake up and it's like, what if we do this? What if we do this? So his plan, I think, and I'm probably messing this up because I've been gone. So I've been out of the chat for a little bit 
is basically if you join the course, you're in, you're participating in the stuff, um, you can't get your videos accepted for on-site placement. He will pay per video. And then there's like a, I don't want to say a group account. It's all within Amazon's terms of service, but basically it's going to be this mega account where um, people who can't get their videos accepted for on-site placement, but have quality videos can get their videos purchased and then we'll earn money on that. Sounds like a lot of, Mind share though, because then you got to figure out what the price is for the video. That's not on me. That's on Nate. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking logistically. Like yeah. I would never do that because then it's too much talking, right? Yes. So he's got a whole thing. Like those are the conversations where I'm like, that's a great idea. And then I immediately get out of the chat. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to have any part of this. It's funny. I didn't know that about him because if you ever hang out with him, he's yeah. pretty laid back. He does yeah, seem laid back, but he is like, his mind is like, he reminds me of like Scott Volker where it's like an idea every two seconds, like just right. nonstop energy. Um, so yeah, so his course actually has a lot of like, you know, we'll buy your videos, we'll do this. Like he does a lot of that, which Liz and I have zero interest in doing, right? Because our course was solely created to sell the extension, right? We want people getting success on Amazon to then decide to purchase the extension to kind of take it from a side hustle to a full-time hustle. So the fact that he's kind of come in and added all these extras and like things for people is to me a bonus for us because we don't have to do it. We just have to support the Amazon influencer side, right? Answering questions, things like that. So what happens if you want to increase the price of the class? Do you have to let Nate know or... I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's definitely some logistical stuff. Um, okay. So the, the so there we, we, there were two big things: um, the pricing, which we're okay with the pricing as it is right now. Um, and he'll probably up the price right at some point. So we'll probably up the price, you know, as it goes along. The other issue is we have this group of people who paid for our course, right? Right. Um, students who are you know in our Facebook group, attending office hours, you know, pretty participating pretty actively in our stuff. So it's like, what do we do with those people if we get rid of office hours? But you're not getting rid of them. You're we are getting rid of office hours dates. in tier one. Oh, but they pay. Oh, I know they have to be grandfathered in, right? So yeah. Okay. So we had to ask Nate, like that was one of the conversations oh, we had oh, to I have see. because yeah. we were like, Hey, can we move? We have a lot of free people in the course, which I'm like, they can stay in, they can have the Facebook group, whatever, you know, but the people and and so we presented it to Nate as, hey, we have this group of people and they're active, right? So they're going to benefit and they already have audiences. So they're going to benefit your community by coming in, right? Because they're going to participate and some of the people, you know, right? Like Dana, Michelle, Kristen, like these yeah, people yeah. are very uh, proactive in groups. So we just basically said to him, hey, can we put these people in your group? Um, so they're getting a deal, right? Because they're getting into his all his stuff for the oh, price of- they get his content? Yes. Okay. So that oh. was kind of the one rub that we had, right? Where it was like, okay. And Liz and I's sort of perspective on this is we've done a lot to help Nate, like as far as like we're active in the group, we're answering questions, like we're going above and beyond like we always do. So we didn't feel bad about asking to like move this group of people over. And then the second thing was, okay, how do we do it? So we decided that we're just going to email the people in the course and say, hey, we're, we're changing things up a little bit. Office hours is now going to be held in this group. 
you're getting a, a $250 bonus value basically to move over. So let us know if you want us to move you. Um, and so if people opt in, they do. If they don't, they don't. Because, um, you know, people buy courses. And like there's some people that have, I can see in Teachable that have bought and never logged in. Um, oh, so really? For the influencer course? Yes. That's always the case, though. I see that in Profitable Audience where I well, like to I, I have people who um, buy the class, don't watch any videos, and just pepper me with questions that are already answered in the first few videos. <laughs> so we had... <laughs> I always, I never know how much to say on these things because I don't know who listens, but we had someone who we gave the course to. Um, it was like someone, we gave the course to someone who's already like a six figure Amazon influencer. And she asked if another person could, who was also doing it could have access. We were like, sure. So we gave that to that person. Um, and they did nothing but post questions, watched no videos, logged in. And finally, Liz was like, this is video module five, two. This is video six, two. This is video four, one. It was like, she's like, it, it got to the point where um, Liz kind of had to have a conversation. Like, you can't not watch anything and like waste our time. You know, when these yeah. questions are like, and our lessons are not long. Our lessons are like seven to 10 minutes. Like you can find I, the I answer. I through a good portion of the course. Yeah. It's like everything is answered pretty clearly. And it's like you can't just go on the Facebook group and ask 100 questions. Anyway, yeah, we had that w one time. So That happens to me all the time. Oh, I know. Um, with my class, it's a little more understandable, I guess, because there's so much content. Yeah. But, but still, like a lot of these questions are in like literally the first two videos. Yes. So, um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's been a, just an interesting – Pro the whole thing has been a pretty interesting process, right? Because we basically launched at the end of August, held three webinars. We're in the process of doing our evergreen webinar strategy, and we get this whole nother thing Can happening. Can we talk about the evergreen strategy yet? Uh, so did you choose a platform, or are you just using like YouTube or Vimeo or something? We're just like going to YouTube it. We're not, we're not buying a subscription. Um, I think had this whole thing with Nate not come up, we probably would have used... Um, like Webinar Ninja or something like that. It's not as expensive as it used to be. Do you remember when it used to be like $300 a month? I think it's $100 a month now, right? I don't even know if it's that much now. It's It's gone down a lot. Oh, um, okay. So I think now that we're partnering with him, um, it'll be, you know, I don't think we're going to do anything quite yet. I think we're just going to run it with like an Entreport um, sequence, right, where people sign up. Because Liz is on Entreport? Yes. That way, okay. Yes, I would not be running it with Entreport. Sorry, Moen, right. if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just it, it's one of those things where it's like if you need me to set up a flow and drip, it'll take me seven minutes. If you need me to set up a flow and Entreport, it will take me seven days. And it's all about like the learning curve. Like I just don't know Entreport, um, and it's not for me. It's not intuitive. It's set up so differently than like. Like Clavio and Drip are set up pretty pretty different. They don't look a lot. Their dashboards don't look alike. But to me, it's pretty intuitive. Drip made some changes where I'm like, that's not intuitive at all. But like, you know, you get in there long enough, you figure it out. Entreport, uh, like we had a we had an email go out last week uh, saying five minutes till the webinar started because it was like set so it was somewhere in something where it got triggered again. And like Liz messages me, she's like, do we have a webinar today? <laughs> I was like, I'm in. I'm in the car trying to get to Indiana, you know, like, um, so I think we'll do it on that. I will say, and you and I have talked about this before, it's not as effective. You know, I don't expect like 
this to be like the gangbusters. I mean, it's not really a webinar at this auto webinar. Really, it's just like a little mini course. It is. It is. Right. Um, so, and then we took, um, okay, side note. You know, I hired a video guy. Yeah. So How's that going? Good. I need to get him more videos. Um, but because he's funny, he's he's like fast and then not fast. Like he's fast on some things, slow on other things. And I think it's the types of videos like certain things take longer. But like some sometimes I'll give him stuff and I expect it to take like a couple days and then it's like ready the next day. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have anything else. Um, so what we had him do was take our webinar that we recorded on, in StreamYard and basically edit it so where it's like, I'm talking, it's just my face, then the screen comes up. It just looks really nice. Um, in fact, I was <laughs> I was like, this looks so professional. Even though it's, it's like very basic edits, right? It's not anything complicated. And it's not something that I'm going to take the time to do. But just those little transitions and, um, you know, pulling the sc- the slide up full screen, right? And your face disappears for a little bit when it's something that where you want to see like the stats on the screen or something like that. And then going back to like full face, not having this the slides at all when it's something that's more... Kind of like how Seller Summit is edited, right? Yes, yes, just like Seller Summit. Yeah. But when I watched it last week, I was like, oh, this looks really nice. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I probably didn't even tell you this. Okay. But uh, it so happens that in my son's volleyball team, there's a parent that started an AI company that automatically edits podcast videos and whatnot, like okay. inserting the switches and yeah, exactly what you described using AI with B-roll. Nice. And so I just sent her a podcast and she's just going to run it through. And, and who knows, maybe our podcast will be on YouTube. Maybe. Because we have all the footage still, right? Yes, we do. Essentially. So. Yeah. No, essentially we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, so we had him do that. So the, the it just looks so much more professional that way. And then the other thing we had him do is take clips of what we're talking about and turn them into TikToks uh, nice. from the Evergreen webinar. Does he have a good eye for that? He actually does. Um, surprising. I don't want to say surprisingly. <laughs> Um, but a lot of times when you work with someone who's not familiar with the topics that you're talking about, um, they don't do a good job with that, right? They don't really know what's important. Now we did, there were a couple things that I was like, this definitely needs to be made into a TikTok. We pulled, pulled out some like timestamps for him, but overall he's very, uh, very good with understanding what's important and what's not. I mean, that's what I'm struggling with right now. So, um. I just started with a short form video script writer. Yes. Where I still have that. to re-record everything. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm not into it enough yet. Yeah. Um, I uh, I also hired a script writer for YouTube just to help me pump out more videos. And that's still a work in progress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I anticipate that'll take a while. Although I was uh, just chatting with Jeff Oxford. And, uh, you know, OpenAI, I don't know if you're using the paid version of ChatGPT, but there's a way to just train the, uh, you can create your own GPT essentially. Okay. So I could upload like all of my podcasts and everything. And then it knows like the way I write, the way I talk. And then you can have it create a script in your voice based on everything you've trained it. And I think uh, to get better results, I think you have to train it with like a hundred 
hundred pieces of content or something like that. Mm, it's a lot. A certain length, which I have. I may have a ton. Yeah. Like I have every single YouTube script I've ever used. Yeah. And pump that in. I'm going to give that a try too. I, I don't know. I've just been struggling because you know my threshold for like, I only like to work a certain number of hours and I always have to just cram mm-hmm. everything in, into those hours. Although thank God my, one of my kids season just ended. So I'll, I'll have more time. Does that mean they didn't win? <laughs> uh, they're just a mediocre team. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's, it's like uh, when my brother used to play baseball and it's like, oh, you don't want him to make all-stars. You don't want him to go to the – like at some point you're just like, I don't want to go to any more games. <laughs> well, we're going to be in your neck of the woods at some point. I know. I know. For the, for the nationals. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway uh, – you know, we we talked about this a little bit, I think mostly in office hours, though, is that like hiring a video editor is kind of a game changer. Uh, and they're just allowing, at least for Liz and I, to do so much more um, and focus on like kind of focus on things like, OK, like we have this partnership, we're changing things around and all this other stuff that like we were doing over the summer, like I was editing all the videos, things like that. That's not taking up any of our time anymore. So... Uh, it gives us more time to focus on like marketing and things like that. So, and we've talked to students, you know, hiring someone off Fiverr, Upwork. There is a training period. You have to work with these people. You're not going to find somebody who's going to immediately get what you want them to do the first. You have to be willing to have iterations of this. And even like, you know, I've had the same graphic designer for seven, eight years now. She's infinitely better today than she was eight years ago when it comes to knowing what I want. She's just as good of a graphic designer as she was eight years ago. But like, as it comes to like, this is for Seller Summit. It has this look. This is for Happy Housewife. It has this look. This is for, you know, she just gets it, right? Because it's been happening for so long. She knows exactly what um, I need. And I think that's the same thing with video editors or anyone who's doing any kind of work like that. It take There's a learning curve. It takes them some time to understand your style what you like, the types of things that are important to you. Um, So I, you know, I think that, especially because I think the video, video, short form video, long form video, people have to be doing it these days. Uh, Overcoming that editing hurdle is a big deal. I mean, that's the biggest hurdle. Not for me right now, just because I've already have, I already have an editor, but just the script writing. Yeah. I mean, you know what's funny about all this is it's all come full circle. Like I enjoy YouTube so much more because I don't have to write in this robotic way that ranks in search. Yeah. <laughs> so in a, in a way, YouTube is my old school blog mm-hmm. the way it used to be. Yeah. You know? And I was just chatting with Spencer Hawes about this uh, yesterday on a Zoom call. And we were just talking about our blogs. And I remember... Uh, you know, when I was writing the book, I pointed some of my friends because they just wanted to take a look at the blog. Mm-hmm. And I was not proud of those posts. So I was a little embarrassed. Oh, interesting. You know? When they got on, they saw 20 ho- small town business ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm clearly targeting that keyword, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they were like, what do you know about living in a small town? I was like, nothing. I'm just trying to rank for that keyword. Yeah. <laughs> It's working. <laughs> right? Like Washington, D.C. is a small town. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So that, so YouTube is like my new creative outlet. And so it, it's been, it's been good. Like, yeah. like the old days. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're doing for 2024. It'll be interesting. I feel like this is like a whole new thing as far as, I mean, I've partnered with lots of people before the partnership thing uh-huh. isn't weird. Just the whole like white labeling of the course and, 
uh, the other interesting thing is that Nate's audience are Amazon sellers. Yeah. Actually, Basically, they're arbitrage sellers, aren't they? Yes, like disillusioned yeah. arbitrage people who are like sick of playing that game and they want to play a different Amazon game. So they understand the Amazon ecosystem, but most of them don't have that audience that you need to get accepted. So it's an interesting group of people because they're they're used to the hustle, right? They're used to working hard. A lot of one guy was like, "I made a hundred videos this week." I'm like, "A hundred videos? What? Oh yeah, it's it's in some of these people are." I mean, good, like not in a bad way. They're crazy. They're, they're just, they're like, yes, this is a new angle. We want to work it. Like, let's, let's try to do this. Um, plus if they're arbitrage sellers, they have all these products, you know? You're right. Like, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they have endless content available to them with, for, for don't have to spend any money, right? They already have a camera. They've already, everyone's got a phone, you know, you don't need anything to do this. Um, so some Actually, of these people, I, I, I know now why Nate is so excited because this is the perfect compliment. Yes, absolutely. Because as an arbitrage seller, you're just getting random products all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and he has a big audience. You know, he's got a big group of people. Um, so anyway, it's it's an interesting angle and never one that I ever thought about before last the end of last year. Uh, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how it goes. It'll be interesting to see how this new like price structure works out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if we get irritated with people who are like in the Facebook group. You know, they buy the cheaper level and then pepper us with stuff. So we'll see. I mean, it's definitely not, uh, you know, we have no idea how it's going to go. So it, it could be a bust. It could be great. So when are payment plans coming? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, about the payment. course is cheap, right? How much does it cost? Uh, it's going to be two ninety seven. Two ninety seven, and then Nate's is six hundred. Okay, yeah, that's payment plan territory. It, yeah. So, and then you know, I'm I'm probably going to launch that other course. Um, oh, which other course? I, I don't even know about the other course. Yeah, e- email for e commerce. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right, right. I started doing some research uh, while I was on my vacation. There's looks like there's only two other courses out there that are like. Not Udemy courses. I don't want to... I mean, Udemy courses can be great. I've taken a couple and learned a lot. But like, there seems like there's two like freestanding e-commerce yeah. courses. One is Chase's. Chase's. Um, yeah. The other is one is... One? Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. But uh, so anyway, we'll see. We um, So our friend Kristen, who's in our courses, sells pet products, introduced us to a pet conference that... Uh, caters to pet e-commerce sellers as well as pet influencers, which, I mean, I guess there's a thing for every, like, I didn't know there was a whole segment of pet influencers, but I mean, there, there is. Um, and it it sounds like it's a pretty lucrative, I mean, why wouldn't it be right? Like the amount of money people spend on their pets. Uh, but anyway, so Kristen introduced us to the owner of this event and said, Hey, they'd be great to, to speak. And so we pitched three talks, like thinking she'd pick one, and she picked all three. She's like, "Yeah, do all three. And we were like, "Oh, <laughs> like, so you're gonna give three like forty minute talks?" Yes. <laughs> so I know, but Are they all, paying you? <laughs> uh, actually, yes, it is. Um, you do get money to do it. Oh, so, you do. Okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it is. Uh. So one of our talks is 
is basically our Amazon influencer webinar, right? Two influencers. So basically, because to me, it's like these people are making like, they're on social media, they're, they're talking about pet products. Like, why not do that on Amazon? You know, you'll get accepted. You've already, you, like, this is just one more revenue stream for you, right? Then our second talk is to the e-commerce sellers, right? Like, hey, if you're selling pet products on Amazon, you need to be working with influencers, right? This is how it can help your business. And then the third talk that we threw in there just as like a, you know, was an email for e-commerce talk, which is basically like my seller summit talk. Um, and she was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> so we're like, wait, time out. We didn't want to do all three. That's hilarious. Um, so now I'm doing that talk, uh, which will be very similar to the Seller Summit talk. I'll probably change it a little bit uh, because it's a pet audience. But Replace uh, sellers with pet? Yeah. Pet <laughs> just, I'll just do a find and replace. <laughs> Wait, so how many people go to this? Um, I am not sure. Um, it seems like a decent size event. It's in Orlando, which is nice. I don't have to go anywhere. Uh right. But yeah, so there's basically, and she basically has two tracks of the event. One is for the influencers and one is for the sellers. Uh, so it, 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 that's interesting to me too, because it's like, well, now you're also connecting those two people, right? Like you're connecting the sellers with the influencers so they can work together. Um, right. And then there's like the business track and the influencer track. So Liz was like, you really need to get an e-commerce course, email for e-commerce course up because after you give that talk, the same thing that happened to Seller Summit. Like I was just, a lot of people reached out and it's like, I can't take on a bunch of clients. So um, right. a self-serve option is possibly in, in the works. Yeah. No, that should be good. Because I have all this free time. But I have a video editor. <laughs> How's, uh, did you film more videos for the Happy Housewife channel? No, I'm, I've been gone. I've been gone for a month. Okay, I forgot you're on a luxurious vacation. Yes, I was on a luxurious yes. vacation. Uh, tomorrow's my film day. Tomorrow's With my new I brand new camera. Film day. I have too much else. I'm still like catching up from being uh -huh. gone because, because my whole thing last week, I didn't get home until I had to leave again. So that threw me, like, I thought I was going to have like two days of, you know, reacclimating to like time and weather and and then when you're you know when you're at a kid's tournament you have no downtime yeah i know so yeah you know i worked on the plane but that was about it i can't do that so you can't work on the plane no uh i maybe if i was sitting in first class like you were i could <laughs> i would but, listen uh... i flew southwest i was not sitting <laughs> in first class to indiana <laughs> I, I actually negotiated for the window seat so I could have a little more elbow room to work. Um, yeah. I'm pretty good at working on the plane. Um, but what I've realized is like for working on the plane is that's when I do the things that are not like high brain power. Like I finished up my books for last year, like stuff that I would have to do and are going to take time out of my day. So I tried to get all that stuff um, taken care of. I think for me, almost everything that I need to do requires thinking now, mm. like script writing or, you know, that sort of thing. I, and, and for that, I, I just can't, I need, you know how I work. I need to be in a quiet room with headphones on. And I do have my noise canceling headphones that are amazing. Um, yeah. I did not hear the screaming baby the entire, <laughs> the entire flight that everyone else heard. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I did which I don't think I talked about was you gave a talk on Google discover before the break. Right. And so I, those is one of my flight jobs is during, um, 
during the flight, I identified the posts that I thought would be the best opportunities for that. Um, and then sent them over to my designer to create that 1200 pixel graphic. Um, and so I, I got, I think, I think I'm up to 50 graphics now. Uh, so yesterday I started updating the posts and putting them in there. So, so that was, that was a big thing that I did because that's kind of a, you don't need a lot of brain power to to do that stuff. You can't, you can't really upload stuff on a plane. Like I couldn't get the images in the post, but I got them all in my designer queue and, um, approved images and made some changes to stuff and things like that. Yeah. But I can't see, here's the other problem though. I can't see Google discover. Can I? It's only what for do you mean Android. You can't see it. Uh, no, I, I, I actually, I don't know because I only have Android. Yeah. But the way you check is you go under Search Console and you just check to see if you've got any Discover clicks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask the, you. That's really that. the only way to tell, actually. Okay. Well, yeah. well, we'll probably report on that later on. I just uploaded them like two days ago, so there's I'm sure there's no clicks yet. So. Yeah. So, cool. Well, I look forward to seeing those changes. Let me know how they go. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't you wouldn't uh, experience what I experienced with my class uh, when, when I tried to do that. Yeah, we'll have to give like it a six sense. month report back on how it how it worked out. Yep. All right, that's a wrap. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now, for more information about this episode, go to profitableaudience.com/podcast, where we list all of the tools and resources mentioned in our show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. When you write us a review, it not only makes our day, but it helps keep this podcast up in the ranks so other people can use this information, find the show more easily, and get some awesome business advice. Leaving a review is by far the best way to support the show. And please tell your friends because the greatest compliment that you can give us is to provide a referral to someone else, either in person or to share it on the web. And if you're interested in building your own profitable audience, subscribe to our free six-day mini course where we walk you through the exact steps needed to find your niche, build a website, grab email subscribers, and monetize your content. You can sign up at profitableaudience.com free. Thanks for listening.